I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Big Show fans. Randy here, and welcome to Friday. Today's podcast is a special encore edition of the John Boy and Billy Big Show. It originally aired on Friday, October 30th, 2020. Wow, that was dead in that old pandemic. Let's see how stupid we were then. Enjoy the show. It is Friday, October the 30th, and the Big Show's on the radio. Uh, I know Randy's here. I saw him coming in. And I see Andy behind the glass. There's my podge, Billy. Here comes Randy through the door. Uh, who rang that bell? Jackie. <laughs> and Marcy. Hello. in the Hello. living room. Good morning, Marcy. How are you this morning? Good morning, guys. Doing well. Oh, good, baby. You know we're going to get you for this doing the show from the living room thing, don't you? <laughs> get me. Yeah, I yeah. want to be there. Shut up. Well, can we come to your house and do our first Okay, come on. (laughs) We'll trade. Only if you let the dog stay with us. Okay. Okay. Yeah, me and Murphy, we'd have to go at it for that couch. I know. Oh, Oh, she'd she'd snuggle right in there with you. She's a snuggler. Yeah. Yeah, Let's see. It's National Candy Corn Day here the day before Halloween. I know y'all like candy corn. I don't. Yeah, I haven't had any Mm -hmm. this year. I haven't been around any candy corn yet. Candy corn tastes about like the package it comes in. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I like candy corn. I know. You can have mine. Okay, I'll get you some. I'm going to get a Snickers out of it, though. All right. I got some little bite-sized Snickers. Sure you do. (laughs) You know, really, any Snickers is a fun-sized Snickers if you go into it with the right attitude. That is true. And uh, today is National Frankenstein Friday. Mm. On the last Friday in October, recognizes author Mary Shelley, the novel Frankenstein, or the modern Prometheus. Mm. What's Prometheus? That is the the god who brought fire from the gods to earth. 
in legend. One of the is either Greek or so. Is that got something to do with no. Frankenstein? Well, you know, it was that was what she did. I I wasn't there when she did it, so I can't tell you what her <laughs> okay. connection was. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, Billy sure knows a lot about dark magic, <laughs> don't he? And uh, Doctor Frankenstein and the monster. You know, so really Frankenstein, as we learned from the Mel Brooks movie, that mm. was that was the guy's name. The yes. doctor's name. Yeah, yes. the doctor. Yeah. So it was really Frankenstein's monster, yeah. but everybody calls him Frankenstein. And today it's pronounced Frankenstein. That's <laughs> what we learned from another movie. <laughs> and okay, well, we celebrating Frankenstein Friday. We got Frankenstein for president. That's our video of the day. So check that out. And we got three dates in history saved up. We'll get our first prize pack out. Let's wake up and get ready for outbursts. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize package this morning, a big old LS Tractor prize pack. LS Tractor, more standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty. Offer a value that offers simply more. Go to LSTractorUSA.com. Find your local dealer. Let's get you ready for our three categories. Now, three dates in history. October 30th, it was 1999, when a 25-year-old Japanese man said he was earning good money as a human punching bag on the streets of Tokyo's fashionable Ginza district. That's where they made the knives, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, Yon Sato dressed up daily in protective face and stomach gear and allowed anyone who wanted to punch him three minutes for $10. Come on, hit me, hit me, anywhere, hit me. <laughs> he said it'd continue as long as his body held up. So. It was like a really early version of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Right, move up to 03, a driver stopped by police for talking on his mobile phone in Bremen, Germany, mm. told them his cousin had called to warn him police were stopping cars ahead. But the man had to pay a fine, which he told police he would demand back from his cousin. And his cousin said, go ahead and hit me as hard <laughs> as you can. <laughs> and finally, on this date in 2012, the Superstorm Sandy hit the U.S. East Coast, creating a major disaster area. In heavily populated areas like New York City and the coast of New Jersey, Obama declared a major disaster in the state of New York. Mm. Even much of lower Manhattan lost power. Well, parts of the subway were flooded and everything. It was yeah. like, yeah. It was bad. Oh. All right, well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. You told Freeline Across America. Come on, we play Outburst next. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio for your Fright Day, October 30th. A video today brought to you by LS Tractor of Value that offers simply more. Frankenstein for president. He won't suck your blood. <laughs> He's running against Dracula. Mm-hmm. Check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, uh, Friday winning again. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really 
might be a lot of fun when you're playing outburst. Have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Dwayne from Orange, Virginia. Come on, do the tub joke. Hey, Dwayne. (laughs) Do the tub joke. You always do the tub joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dwayne. Uh, Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. I love that. That's probably my oldest joke ever. I think I started that one in the second grade. I love it. Um, uh, and going by his laugh, I'm sure Dwayne has heard this a time or two. Dwayne, we're glad you made it in here, buddy. Let's see if we can get through the categories and get you a prize pack. You ready to go? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go, uh, John Boy. All right. Well, here we go then. In five seconds, we need three things you see on a street corner. Ready? Go. Oh, okay. uh, hot dog vendor, food truck, pet light. Did you say ex-wife oh, <laughs> on the street corner? What was the third one? It was uh, 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 traffic light. Traffic oh, light. Traffic ah, light. Okay. traffic yeah. light. But yeah. an ex-wife could very well be on the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Directing traffic. Yeah. 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 And because usually on this date, we, we get hooker. Mm. Oh. Don't, don't y'all remember yeah. that? Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, category number two. Three things you should not do while driving. Ready? Go. Uh, read a book, text, um, uh, 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 Did you say X? X, Y, and Yes, because we could have accepted that one. Yeah. I think he said hire a hooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, here we go. I think for the win. Three issues caused from storms. Ready? Go. Power outage, fallen trees, power lines down. Mm. Uh, Yeah, we got that. With all those hookers in here, no wonder you got an (laughs) ex-wife. Maybe it's you just always talk about the hookers. Can't let it go. Hey, Dwayne, it worked out for you, buddy. You got the prize pack. Head up to orange. Oh, well, I certainly do appreciate that, guys. I, I love your show. Uh, man, we're glad you made it here. Won a prize pack. You uh, hang on, Jackie. Hook you up. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank you. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. Right on the other side is the Diary of Count Dracula. We move toward Halloween. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio here Friday, October the 30th. Uh, ready for an entry into the Diary of Count Dracula? Uh, yeah, first let me tell you, about 20 minutes, brand new tune from Hoyt and the Junior Nation Band. Hang on to hear that. All right, now, let's do this. It's time for the Diary of 
Count Dracula. Dear diary, <laughs> this is Count Dracula. <laughs> Halloween again. Whoop the friggin' do. I'll tell you, diary, after 600 years, I must be getting old. I used to look forward to October 31st, terrorize the villagers, drink some blood, turn into a wolf and poop in the neighbor's yard, prank called the Van Helsings, then back in the box by 6 a.m. for some solid sack time and dream about the night's hijinks. Now, it's like I don't even want to lift the lid. Just lay there and watch Family Guy reruns and do the jumble. Oh. Halloween sucks. <laughs> Last year was a real eye-opener. Crazy Renfield and I decided to go to the city, blend in, catch a buzz on some alcohol-infused O-positive chickies. Well, that's not as easy as it used to be. Gone are the days of easy pickings. You could bite any girl, anytime, anywhere. Now you have to be so careful who you sink your teeth into. I long for the days of a milky white throat. Veins pulsing with the nectar that I thirst for. Now you can't see their necks for all the tattoos. <laughs> Butterflies and tribal doodles. And the Chinese symbol for hot sour soup. Gross. Or just my luck. A cross. That's an appetite killer. And once you get past all the pop culture artwork, you still don't know what's underneath. The blood. The blood used to be as pure as spring water. Now it's a great, big, dirty crapshoot. The last thing I want to do is spend the next 600 years nursing a case of Hep C or <laughs> malaria or the Ebola. <laughs> It's that kind of thing that makes being immortal a big pain in the ass. <laughs> Halloween used to be a time to move freely amongst the costumed populace. I was just another face in the crowd, picking and choosing tasty morsels for a late-night snack. These days, criminy diary, what a nightmare used to be so simple, people used to dress like witches and devils and monsters. Costumes were mythic. There was mystery and horror. But now everyone is dressed like the Avengers or Duck Dynasty or somebody <laughs> named SpongeBob. <laughs> I thought I saw a group of people dressed as ghosts, but... It was just a gaggle of Muslim women protesting another holiday oh. they don't believe in. <laughs> hey, I get Christmas cards, but you don't hear me complaining about it. <laughs> Buzz killers. Perhaps the most perplexing development is that no one can tell I'm a vampire. What? <laughs> 
the hell? <laughs> What's not to get? The pale skin, the red eyes, the black suit, the John Travolta hairdo, <laughs> the cape, the damn cape. <laughs> the cape is synonymous with vampire. You look up vampire in the dictionary, it's my picture. <laughs> But if one more kid asks me if I'm Professor Snake, <laughs> going to throw myself on a wooden stake, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> First off, I'm pale, but next to Snape, I look like George Hamilton. <laughs> Second, I pride myself in my... Sophisticated masculinity. Snape looks like a Nancy boy. <laughs> like a slightly more hygienic Janine Garofalo. <laughs> and third, the fangs. Did Professor Snape have fangs? They're not exactly easy to miss. Jumping Jehoshaphat, how did people get so stupid? Guess I shouldn't be surprised. Look at what passes for a vampire these days. Crazy Renfield and I rented Twilight. Some androgynous girly man with Johnny Cash hair. Wardrobe by Aberzombie and Fitch. A vampire is supposed to suck your blood. This guy just sucks. <laughs> Well, diary, we got to go. Crazy Renfield and I are going to Walmart. We'll stock up on toilet paper. We're going to hit Frankenstein's castle hard. <laughs> Last year, we did the flaming bag of dog poo on the porch. But him hollering, fire bad, gets old after a hundred years. <laughs> Until next time, diary. X's and O's count. Good morning, the big show's on the radio. Coming up about 20 minutes, Carl tell us the story of the Great Pumpkin. All right, Halloween TV favorite. You know, the Great Pumpkin's not going to be on regular TV this year. Why not? Oh, yeah, who is it? Apple. Apple, Apple TV owns it. Yeah. Is that right? They bought it, so they're just going to keep it for themselves, huh? Yep, yep. So, a lot of people mad at Apple over that, but hey, you know, you can still buy it. Uh, yeah, we'll just hang on. Call tell you the whole story. It'll be just good. There's <laughs> <laughs> another season we got going on. Here's the latest tune from Hoyt and the Junior Nation Band. Ladies and gentlemen, as election rounds turn for Junior Nation salutes a sorely underexposed demographic. The I don't really like none of them crowd. <laughs> Oh, Donald Trump said he was just a man to fix it all. When you hear him talking, it don't make no sense at all. And loopy old Joe Biden's back and rambling on again. And here 
at the trailer, we ain't feeling lucky. We got two choices and they're both kind of sucky. Both of them selling that same horse pucky and one's gonna win. They both say they're real smart. Well, we've heard that old song before. They say they'll cure the COVID, but we keep on having more. It's like watching stand-up comics tell the same old jokes again. But here at the trailer, it's quit being funny. We can't get a job and we're about out of money. Scariest part of the whole thing, honey, is one's gonna win. We're in a mess, no matter who gets it. Oops, there goes the phone. Yeah, hello. What's that, Delbert? You bringing your new girlfriend home? Is this the one that gave us the COVID? The one that got us locked down for two weeks and we had to shut the body shop? And I ain't sure we can afford to have her back. Hello? Hello? Well, I'll be dipped. These presidential candidates just make me wanna cuss. They're yelling at each other when they should be helping us. And campaign 2020 is a wearing mighty thin. Ain't neither one of them all that exciting. I'm tired of the speeches and I'm tired of the fighting. I've had enough Trump and I've had enough Biden and one's gonna win. I think. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio and more Big Show right around the corner. I'm working with Mr. Bill Cox over at his outfit. And I like to listen to John Boy and Billy on that there Big Show. Mm-hmm. I like the way they talk. They're funny ha-ha, not funny queer. <laughs> That's what they say anyhow. I figured out why John Boy has a hard time getting started in the morning. Ain't got the gas. <laughs> Shows on the radio rolling through your fright day, August September. He's possessed. Believe it or not, I was trying to say October. Oh, Uh, oh, yeah. Uh I'm just scanning the celebrity birthday list. Oh, I love this part. Yeah. Old Tennessee quarterback Marcus Mariota is 27 years old. Uh, Ivanka Trump is 39. Wait a minute. She's only 39 and she's married to a man that's... Oh. Wait a minute. Was that, is, that, is that the Trump ex-wife or the daughter? Uh, Billy? Ivanka's the daughter. Ivanka's oh, the daughter. Ivanka's the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Is she the favorite daughter? or Yes. Yes. 
She's the one you see a lot. There's her, and then there, there's the one Tiffany. that the president calls the other one. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's Tiffany that he had with Marla Maples. Right, when right, they were that's married. right. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. That was yeah. the deal. Ivanka, she's but a Ivanka's good looking rascal, isn't she? So 39 years old. All right. You know, if you were about 20 years younger, you might be able to take out <laughs> after her. Yeah. I don't know where she is. I'd have a better chance. Well, not that I'd have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even pass the temperature check, much less the security check. Stay in there for the, the, the Trump's daughter-in-law. That's uh, that's from Riceville Beach. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Laura. Yeah, 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 yeah. Laura, yeah. Laura Trump. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, know some boys down there at the Secret Service when she visits. Uh, I know where she stays. Uh oh! Now you're on a list. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> All right, I made a list. Oh no! <laughs> Not a good list. All right, and the Fonz Henry Winkler is 75 years old today. Maybe you want to go back and say how she looks different through binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> he still looks good when you get right up on her. Well, not, you know, there, right, physically. But anyway. Now you're on two lists. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, the people at the White House, they have access to the podcast that we put up every day. <laughs> yeah. So uh, mainly happy birthday to Ivanka. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. You can win one of those Magooster Inline Spinners prize pack. We got Magooster Inline Spinners, the go-to lures, proudly American-made in East Tennessee. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Magooster logo, enter code JBB at checkout, get 20% off your order. Uh, hang on, you can win you some in a minute. But first, let's roll into Halloween. And now... It's story time with your host, Carl Childers. That Charlie Brown, he's a pretty good actor, I reckon. <laughs> he's done a good deal of TV and movies and whatnot. I've seen most of them, seem to me. One of my favorites is, it's a great big old pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> it is about that little boy that totes that towel around everywhere with him. He got him a real compulsion about that great big old pumpkin. I can tell you about it if you want me to. All right, then. Well, sir, it's fall time. Some folks calls it autumn. I calls it fall time. And that little towel boy, he's studying on writing a letter to that great big old pumpkin, hoping to get on his good side of Holler Wayne. Along comes that sister of his, name of Lucy. She's a little loud. She's the one that got that shed where she runs that little nervous hospital for five cents. When she ain't a tricking old Charlie Brown into trying to kick that football again. Mm. Back to business. Lucy and her friends are kindly cruel to that little towel boy. They make sport of him a good bit. Even Charlie Brown and that dog of his horse laugh him a good one. They hadn't ought to done that to him. He's just a boy. Mm. Then Charlie Brown's little sister come along. She's a pretty little thing. No bigger than a squirrel. She kind of sweet on that little towel boy. He tells her all about that great big old pumpkin and how on Halloween he'd come along and toting gifts and whatnot for all the young'uns. Kind of like Santa Claus, I reckon but with a big orange head. 
<laughs> Towel boy, Charlie Brown, little sister, may head off to that pumpkin patch to wait for that great big old pumpkin. And the rest of them start getting their costume ready to go. That mouthy girl, that red-haired girl, that dirty boy, <laughs> that little black boy, and that little girl that thinks she's a boy. <laughs> Even that funny boy that plays the piano. Not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. <laughs> I reckon she ain't figured that part of it out yet. They dressed up like all sorts of spooks and haints and scary critters. Charlie Brown's costume is kindly pitiful. I reckon he's supposed to be some sort of ghost, but he had trouble with the scissors, seems like to me. Look more like a piece of that cheese with all the holes in it. Well, sir, they made the rounds of tricking and a treating here and there. They got chocolate bars and popcorn balls. But they got some good stuff too. Potted meat and biscuits and mustard. And one place gave them French fried taters. They went back there a couple times. And then some folks gave them produce. They made that real good. Except for old Charlie Brown. Mm. They just gave him a bunch of rocks and stones and gravel and whatnot. <laughs> he figured it'd last longer than the candy but it's a little harder on the teeth. Right about here, story kindly took a funny turn. They went on about this dog putting on a helmet, started flying his doghouse around, <laughs> shooting at some feller named Red. I didn't understand that part of it. I understood a good bit of it, but not that part. The picture got all blotchy. Then that doghouse got shot up by that red feller, I reckon. That little dog crashed in France Summers and had to walk all the way back home. Then all of a sudden, we're back at the Halloween party and old mouthy girl's bobbing for apples. She come up with an apple all right and that flying dog was holding on the other side. I can't quite figure out how that dog got from France to that apple bucket. Well, sir, Halloween's almost over. And that towel boy and Charlie Brown's little sister was still in that pumpkin patch. She done missed all the tricking and treating and potted meat. And she just sees red. She cussed out that little towel boy for wasting her night. She gets ready to walk out on him. And they hear this spooky noise. They think it's a great pumpkin. But it's just that darn flying dog having fun with him. <laughs> he sure gets around. Well, sir, that's the last straw for the little girl, and she leaves him there. Later on, Cowboy's mouthy sister comes out, finds him sleeping in the pumpkin patch, just a freezing. She goes to tote him home, and all of a sudden, that great big old pumpkin shows up. But he ain't kindly like they thought he was. He's right cruel. He grabbed that mouthy girl, swallows her in one big gulp. Cowboy <laughs> starts crying and yelling. What'd you eat my sister for? What'd you eat my sister for? <laughs> he getting ready to move in on little towel boy there and swallow him up too. But old Charlie Brown shows up, cracks that great big old pumpkin with that sack of rocks he got, killed him. <laughs> and they cut him open and saved that mouthy girl. 
Had a nice big Jackie lantern to boot. Turned out to be a real happy Halloween for everybody. Moral of the story is, don't get upset if some folks give you rocks. You might need them someday to kill a great big old pumpkin. <laughs> the end. Story time with Carl Childers is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product. Chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. What do you make of that flying dog, little fella? <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. Yeah. All right, y'all, let's play John Boyd Jeopardy. I told you about the Magooster Inline Spinners prize pack we play in four. Review yesterday's question. We found out, according to a recent university study, the average one of these poots about 14 times a day, totaling some 105 billion toots globally, which in the end contributes roughly 55 billion gallons of bad gas to our atmosphere every day. It's people. It's people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're taking the pressure off the cows there. All right. Well, today's... Ah, the pressure. I guess. John Boyd Jeopardy. <laughs> Fake news alert. Despite what you may have read on many, many otherwise reliable DIY websites, mm. actual experts have confirmed that adding one teaspoon of this spice to your laundry will not prevent colors from fading. What is Old Spice? I've just read this the other day. <laughs> it smells okay, but it, it does nothing for the colors. Yeah. Uh, what y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline Across America we play. John Boy Jeopardy. Next. <laughs> Shows on the radio, rolling through your fright day, October 30th. Video today brought to you by LS Tractor Value that offers simply more. Frankenstein for president. See the negative ad he's running against Count Dracula. (laughs) Your daily visit to thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's And now, a man who thought Old Spice was the mom of one of the Spice Girls, <laughs> he's John Boy. <laughs> it could actually be one of the Spice Girls at this point, I think. Let's say hey to Quentin out of Ewer, North Carolina. Good morning, Quentin. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, Gwen, let's see what you got, man. We get a fake news alert. Despite what you may have read on many, many otherwise reliable DIY websites, that's that for your information? No, do D- it yourself. Oh, do it yourself. Yeah, right. your, your information FYI, would yeah. be F. Oh, now I can't even do it. FYI. FYI is for your information. Yeah. I don't get on many DIY websites. Or acronyms, either. (laughs) Very good with letters. Well, I see why. You're typing in the wrong address. (laughs) All right. So anyway, actual experts have confirmed that adding one teaspoon of this spice to your laundry will not prevent colors from fading. All right. Quentin, what you got? John Boy, I'm going to have to go with black pepper. You say pepper? Southern is Oh, look at you, you know that. 
unless you visited a DIY website. Yeah, for your information. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So people saying that it would. Yeah, it's all over the web. It's one of those web lies. Ah, fake news on the web. Yeah. Wow. Who never thought? Never, never has thought. happened until this week. All right. Hey, Quentin, it worked out for you, buddy. We're sending you the Magooster Inline Spinner Surprise Pack over to you. Hot dog. Can I give a shout-out, John Boy? Yes, sir. I'd like to shout-out my mom and dad down here in, in Gates County, North Carolina, up on the northeast coast, and uh, Trump 2020. I hear you, Quentin. Thank you, buddy. You hang on for Jackie. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's jump out, catch you up on your news. That'll put us about 20 minutes away. Cracking open a brand new script, acting out in the playhouse. Friday morning, big shows on the radio. Right, good time by Friday morning song. Work, 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 work. Hello, boys. Have a good night's rest. I missed you. You're young and you got your hail. What do you want with the job? You know, there are people in this world that don't have to put up with all this. Shut your pie hole. We're working here. Seven years of college down the drain. I hate this job. I hate this damn job and I don't need it. in all magical industries, both evil and benign. Are you feeling at all degraded or oppressed? Uh, a little. Well, but we don't even have dental. Are you coming down into the pit? You know how much I love watching you work, but I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, my wife to murder, and Gilda to frame for it. I'm swapped. Where do you uh, work? In a deck. What do you do there? I sit in a cubicle, but I really don't like it. So you're going to quit? Nah. I'm just going to stop going. Won't you get fired? I don't know. So are you going to get another job? I don't think I'd like another job. Well, what are you going to do about money and bills? And- you know, I've never really liked paying bills. I don't think I'm going to do that either. Okay. Um, I'm going to need... 
need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay? Mr. Wonka, I don't know if you remember me, but I used to work here in the factory. Were you one of those despicable spies who every day tried to steal my life's work and sell it to those parasitic copycat candy-making cats? No, sir. And wonderful. Welcome back. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Um, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, too, okay? I've done it on killing you. Thanks. I've done it about it quite a bit. That would be great. Okay? Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Oh, man. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Calm down. I am calm. What is it with you people? You people. I don't mean you people. I mean you people. I will not tolerate any racist behavior. I'm not a racist. I'm only going to say this one more time. Calm down. I'm calm! <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio for you Friday, October the 30th. Right then, we're going to make our yearly call to our agent this time of the year over in Dracula's Castle. Coming up about 20 minutes. Right now, let's get in the playhouse act one out here. You know what I mean? And action. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, One Satisfied Customer. As our story opens, businessman J.D. Feasley is in for a follow-up appointment with the herbalist at Brushywood Natural Health Solutions. Good morning, Doc. Morning again, Mr. Feasley. Nice to see you. Doc, it's absolutely great to see you. Things are good? Oh, no, no. Things are perfect. Wow, that's uh, quite a turnaround from a couple of weeks ago. You were pretty skeptical about herbal supplements the first time you came. Well, out. I thought it was a bunch of horse hockey, yeah. Doc. But I'd tried everything else. My my wife said I ought to give this herbal stuff a try. And my want to tell you, I am one satisfied customer. So herbal's working for you, huh? Boy, is it ever! When I came in here, I was having aches and pains all over. Had no energy at all. But this herbal stuff fixed all of that. I'm pain-free. I got more energy than I've had in years. Mm, I remember you were having some trouble sleeping, too. Yeah, not anymore. I'm out like a light as soon as my head hits a pillow. No more getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, either. Excellent. I believe there were uh, <clears throat> some romantic performance challenges as well. Yeah, that's all fixed, too. I can go like an 18-year-old kid all night long. It's amazing. 
Doc, you are looking at the most satisfied customer in America. Well, that sounds just wonderful. So, uh, what does your wife think about the new you? I have no idea. You mean she hasn't noticed? No, I felt so good when you gave me the first dose. I hadn't been back home yet. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Tune in again next time or hear the crusty old divorce lawyer at Dewey Cheatham and Howe say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio. Hang on. All right, listen, you mugs. It's time to button your yaps, see? I'm trying to listen to these two clowns, John Boy and Billy, on the Big Show. Yeah, the Big Show. It's big, see? Bigger than big. It's enormous, see? He's adorable. <laughs> Shows on the radio, rolling to you Friday, October the thirtieth. Uh, quick Halloween top ten list here. Uh, the uh, top ten reasons why trick or treating is better than mm. sex. Okay. All right. Number ten. You're guaranteed to get at least a little something in the sack. There you go. If you get tired, wait ten minutes. Go at it again. <laughs> Number eight. The uglier you look, the easier it is to get some. <laughs> Number seven. You don't have to compliment the person who gave you the candy. Number six, it's okay when the person you're with fantasizes you're someone else because you are. <laughs> Number five, 40 years from now, you'll still enjoy the candy. Number four, if you don't get what you want, you can always go next door. <laughs> Number three, doesn't matter kids hear you moaning and groaning. Number three... I mean, number two, less guilt in the morning. And the number one reason why trick-or-treating is better than sex, you can do the whole neighborhood. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win a prize package this morning, the current events quiz. Take C, get a LS Tractor prize pack. How about it? LS Tractor More Standard features best-in-class performance and longer warranty, all for value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer when you go to lstractorusa.com. Hang on, we'll play in minutes. Uh, first, head into Halloween. Let's make our yearly call to our special agent. Hello, Dracula's Castle, Seagor <laughs> <Cigar> speaking. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, this is uh, John Boy Billy. Is uh, is the Count in? Can we speak to him, please? I'm sorry, Count Dracula is in Transylvania on business and won't be back till next Thursday. Oh, come on now. Halloween's just a couple of days away. Is he really out of town? Well, actually. He's just a little behind on some paperwork, uh-huh. and he gave me a list of all the people he has no interest in talking to. Oh, well, that's uh, that's understandable. Uh, you were just a little confused. Well, uh, could we please talk to him, please? Sure. Who shall I say is calling? <laughs> John Boy and Billy. Oh, I'm sorry, Count Dracula is in Transylvania on business <laughs> and won't be back till next Thursday. Cut it out, Seagor. Put Dracula on the phone. Okay, but... 
I hope you know how seriously he takes this. People I have no interest in talking to, Lee. Okay. Count. Jimbo and Bobby on the back phone. I already told them you are in. Think it up. Hawk, please. Okay, thank you. Hello, Jimbo. <laughs> Count Dracula. Love ya. Mean it. <laughs> so, listen, Count, have you got any Halloween appearances lined up for us? Why do you keep asking me if I've got any appearances booked for you? Well, because you told us the other day that you were a talent agent. No, 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 no. I said I was an evil, heartless bloodsucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're not really an agent? Well, no, but... Now that you mention it, I may be able to get you something for Halloween. Ooh. Remember the other day when you gave me that autographed picture of you two? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, every time I show it to my friends, they keep asking me how much you would charge to haunt a house. <laughs> 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 Hold on, babe. Bigger name on the other line. Okay. Bigger. Tell the wolfman I'll call him right back. Yeah, babe. Love ya, me. <laughs> Hello, Jimbo. Yes. I got to go. Uh, hey, let's get together later this week. Come uh, by the castle on your way to work one day, and we'll knock back a couple of Bloody Marys. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Count. We don't drink that early in the day. I didn't say we were going to drink. I said we were going to knock back a couple of Bloody Marys. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Hey, give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him, too. And Jimbo? Yes. Call me. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to quit playing that. <laughs> so it has come up. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's play the current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? Kid News, a look at the most popular baby names of 2020. All right. 1 800 Big Show. You told Freeline across America. Take C, you will win. We play next. <laughs> Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shows on the radio, rolling through your Friday, October the 30th. And our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Frankenstein for president. Well, I hate it when him and Count Dracula just go at it with these negative ads, man. <laughs> when you get a chance, check it out at bigshow.com. And right now, Pep Squad. Ready? Okay. Let's say hey to Ronnie out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning, John Boy. How's everybody? Hey, man, we are too good. Good, good. <laughs> you left out not. <laughs> <laughs> We're too good. Not good. good. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ronnie, will you listen to Billy and win? Well, the stats team over at babycenter.com has just released their annual list of the most popular baby names of the year. Mm. This year for girls, the year's number one name is Sophia, which they say has been the top girl's name on their list. For the past 11 years in a row. Meanwhile, Liam, the Irish name, is at number one on the boys list for the second straight year. Other movers and shakers in the top ten. Riley moves up on the girls list from number nine to number three. And the increasingly popular boys name, Mateo, cracked the top ten for the first time ever this year. Meanwhile, the names that dropped the most this year are not really that surprising. You wouldn't want your kid to go through life with either one of these. Baby Center's least popular baby names of 2020 are A, Alexa and Siri, B, Corona and Karen, or C, A, Aaron and Jay Quellen. <laughs> what do you say, Ronnie? Uh, better, take, better take C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have a loser this week. So let's, let's, <laughs> and one for the Key and Peel fans. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, good work, buddy. Prize pack. We'll get it to you up Prestonsburg. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right, mate. All right. Bottom of the hour, time for the top of your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule for this Friday morning. There's been a few with a grumpy old man in 20 minutes.
This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Good morning, John Boy and Billy. And hello to all the other Big Show regulars. You've probably noticed I'm not using my silly little goofball voice this morning. Are you sure? Okay, I guess I should have seen that one coming. After reviewing the tapes of my last few appearances on the Big Show, I've come to a disturbing revelation. What's that? You people are trying to make me look like some kind of an idiot. And this music isn't helping either. Gentlemen. I've been part of this show for many years, uh-huh. but back in the beginning, I wasn't treated like the big show's own personal comedy squeak toy. Despite my somewhat unusual speaking voice, <laughs> in the beginning, I was afforded a bit more respect. Hmm. I think it's high time for a return to those bygone days. <laughs> okay. Today, I'd like to inform as well as entertain your listening audience hmm. with a fascinating and little known slice of American history from the year 1912. Ooh, different music and everything. (laughs) We're all familiar with Hellman's mayonnaise, but most people don't know that in 1912, Hellman's was manufactured in England. In April of 1912, the HMS Titanic left England for America, carrying 12,000 jars of Hellman's bound for Veracruz, Mexico which was to be the next port of call for the Titanic after it left New York City. The people of Mexico eagerly awaited the first delivery and were very upset at the news the great ship had been sunk by an iceberg, Mm. so much that they declared a national day of mourning to commemorate the tragedy. It's a holiday which they still observe today. Mm. It is known, of course, as... Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) And now you know the rest of the story. Okay. How about this one? What do you give a pig with a rash ointment? In other words, this is Mr. Rhubarb saying, squeak, squeak, squeak. I'm out of here. John Boy and Billy. Working to make the world just a little smarter. Morning radio done right. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio. Uh, 20 minutes, hook up with our man Tom Sorensen. Talk a little NFL, heading into week eight. Right now. And it's time for the Grumpy Old Man. Ah, flimity flu. <laughs> I'm old and I hate Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> In my day, we didn't have any pumpkin-carving, costume-wearing, devil-worshipping, monster-mashing, trick-or-treating, candy-begging BSery. There was only one thing we begged for, an early death to escape our miserable lives. Trick-or-treat, smell my feet, hear some buckshot in your seat. Blammo! 
Every year, the peace and quiet of fall in God's country is destroyed by a never-ending passel of rotten little snot gobblers dressed as superheroes and serial killers and spice girls. <laughs> Parents parading their life's regrets door to door, asking other folks to foot the bill for their spoiled little turd sweet teeth. <laughs> what next? Where does it end? You want a couple of bucks for their college tuition? Pitch in for their new celly phone? How about a few greenbacks so they can get some newfangled video game to rot their brain and be an electronic babysitter so you can drink expensive liquor and date your video girlfriend while your wife plays bouncy bouncy with the pool boy? <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme! Who the hell do I look like, Bernie? Sanders? <laughs> Glippity yippity ding dong do, look at me. I'm a rich yuppie butthole pipping my youngins out for a handful of Walnettos in Reese's cups. <laughs> Taking out a second mortgage for their get up so I can win a pissing contest with all the other loser parents in the neighborhood because this is really all about me and not these financial burdens taking up space in my condo. It's a glorious age of enlightenment. All hail MasterCard. <laughs> and they like it. They love it. In the old days, we didn't have rich kinfolk with deep pockets to finance our hijinks. We spent every nickel we had just to survive. So when Halloween come around, we had to put to use our God-given imagination. Missy Fungalthumb put a cork on her nose and rolled in manure and went as a prize breeding hog. <laughs> Lloyd Featherswatch wrapped his body in an old mattress stuffing, put a length of rope hanging on his butt, and went as a feminine hygiene product. <laughs> but me, I went all out that year. I glued ripe persimmons all over my body and went as the herpes. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> I'm still waiting for more applause on the hip. <laughs> and when we went out, we didn't get snicker bars or Skittles or Zaggedy Nuts. When we went trick-or-treating, we got stuff we needed. Rutabagas. <laughs> Half-eaten chicken legs. Moonshine. Sometimes we yell trick-or-treat at the brothel. They didn't have no candy, but they showed us a booby. <laughs> One year, when we were done in our neck of the woods, we went to the fancy neighborhood. Electrical lighting. Indoor toilets. They even had all their own teeth. Lardy frickin' God! <laughs> It was like, by God, Xanadu. But it wasn't all peppermints and popcorn balls. One creepy goomer invited us in his house. He had a huge doll collection. Everywhere you looked, there was dolls staring at us with those dead eyes. And they looked so real, it gave us the willies. They all had their little arms untied behind their backs and gags in their mouths. But we were inbred morons, too stupid to see the warning signs. So we didn't hesitate when he offered us some punch out of a real glass bowl. We woke up a couple days later, bound and gagged and dressed in little doll clothes. 
And we stayed there for 50 years. And because he never changed those doll clothes, our bodies didn't grow right except our heads. <laughs> they blowed up like Macy's parade balloons. Trapped for eternity, dressed as little Lord Fauntleroy with a giant noggin. And when we died, we went straight to hell. And the weight of our giant heads caused us to roll downhill into a big lake of fire. But at least it burned the doll clothes off. Buck naked with little torsos and long arms and legs with giant heads like the alien at the end of Close Encounters. <laughs> Hi, doodly doo, Tito Burrito, look at me. I'm a human bobblehead in a Psycho's doll collection. I should have just stayed in the brothel, but I'm an uneducated mouth breather, living my best life in a size one pantaloon. Behold the age of enlightenment. Yippee! <laughs> and we liked it. We loved it. Oh, flinky dink, I hate Holly <laughs> Good morning, rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the Pride of the Red States, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? Who can't be topical? Show on the radio Friday morning, October the 30th. Earlier, we kicked off Operation Christmas Child Time here on the big show. Proud and humble, we've been part of this for 15 years from Franklin Graham's organization, Samaritan's Purse. Would urge y'all to, I do every year, pack a shoebox. Use a simple shoebox gift as an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ. Since 1993, over 178 million shoebox gifts have been collected for children in over 160 countries and territories. Amazing. All you need to know, you go to thebigshow.com, click on the Operation Christmas Child banner, take you right to the website. Having trouble getting around, getting to the stores? You can pack a box online. Yep. That's very cool to do. Do the whole tracking thing. We we, we kind of collect stuff all year with with uh, the packing in mind. Uh-huh. You know, so forget toys at uh, the uh, at one of the fast food places, those kind of things, because they make great right. inserts. But so we kind of collect up. We have a big box that we collect all year as a family, and then we just sit down and make the, um, the, the boxes awesome, at the man. end of the year. Well, now is the time because National Collection Week is November sixteenth through the twenty third. Click on the link when you go to thebigshow.com. Appreciate y'all. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Happy Herd prize pack. Happy Herd makes the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. If you're not using the Happy Herd nutrition system, better hope your neighbors aren't either. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB2020 at checkout, and get 10% off. 
All right, it is time for our Friday morning quarterback, Mr. Tom Sorensen. Yeah, we got Tom on the line. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, John Boy. How is everybody? Man, looking around, everybody looks good. Looks good. We miss you in here, buddy. Maybe here yeah, in a couple of weeks, we'll get you back in here. That's your own wordy word. Because right now, I'm the I'm the guy in the room with the worst hair. And so, <laughs> I can really use some help. Oh, and, uh, and Tom and Randy is helping out oh, on wow. our sports segment, on our NFL segment here. He uh, said uh, he's got a video showing uh, the Panthers released cornerback Josh Hawkins after he was seen dancing in public without a mask. Yeah. So Billy yeah. added that. Yeah, that was actually mine. No, that was yours? Yeah, oh. I said you can be called for excessive celebration even when you're not on the field. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that was. All right. Well, you almost helped. Randy. I brought the story. <laughs> I brought the story. Billy brought the funny. That's kind of how it works. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. You got an assist, which they don't have in football. So he was on the practice team. So they just, uh, Tom, you had a good line when we was talking about it. You said they told him, just keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I told you about going to, you go to a practice. And when I went, um, I was tested. Before I got into the field, I had to pay, pass three levels of security, took a uh, COVID-19 test, uh, had my temperature taken twice. I mean, they don't screw around. And, and they, the written part of the SAT is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you get this guy who's in the periphery of the roster, and he's out there dancing without a mask. <laughs> and um, it's not it, – all, all you kids who are growing up hoping to make the practice roster of an NFL team someday – don't dance without a mask. <laughs> Might still be having to wear one. Was it more the dancing or the mask thing? Which one was a bigger factor? Uh, and there's something about, you know, I'll tell you what, something happened in baseball that we hadn't seen in the NFL yet. Did you notice that when the Dodgers won the World Series uh, this past Tuesday night, uh, that Turner was taken from the game he was, when he tested positive for covid like during the game. So uh, I guess, you know, what had happened, I hadn't looked back at it, but maybe they tested you before the game. Yeah. And, and then the, the test came back while he was in the game playing and they took him out. Yeah. Well, Dodgers won anyway. Everything, but that was weird. That was weird. And he's a good, he is a good player. And, uh, yeah, they won anyway. But that, that was, uh, yeah, that's, if you want something that just says, let's sum up 2020, mm-hmm. that's it right there. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, so that's it. So, like you said, you know, before the game, everybody gets tested. So, I guess it's one of those quick tests, but if it doesn't come back till during the game, that could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it did happen. Yeah, it depends on the World which, Series, man. Yeah. So. Depends on which testing method yeah. they're using. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's look back at how you did on week number seven. This was the worst week you had, Tom, but you still got your lock. You went... Eight and six. And uh, for the lock, though, you had the Chargers beating Jacksonville by more than seven and a half points. And the Chargers won 39 29. So on your locks, still undefeated, one tie, you're six, oh, and one. So you are definitely, uh, definitely the best start of your locks in a season that we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Or before. I mean, this is, a, I've never done this well on locks in my life. And I've got, a couple people who who will text me and say, 
who are we betting on this week? And I'll go, listen to the damn radio. <laughs> that a boy. Of course, we uh, put it at the John Boy and Billy Facebook page or go to thebigshow.com when we finish your picks at the end of the show here on Friday. But uh, so just uh, looking at heading into week eight, Pittsburgh, the only undefeated team. Uh, they go to 6-0. and They beat the uh, Tennessee Titans, man. So Tennessee with their first loss. So uh, that was a good game. But, man, Pittsburgh looks pretty good, huh? Yeah, Roethlisberger is playing well, and they. I think Mike Tomlin is one of the league's best coaches, and their reward for winning that is they play this week at Baltimore. So uh, it's 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 rough, but I tell you, they they have been as impressive as anybody in the league. And uh, Big Ben is. Uh, I picked Tennessee because I really like Tennessee this season, but uh, Big Ben and the fellas ran up to a huge lead and and hung on. I know, man. And let's go from the top to the bottom. The Jets. Ooh, how bad are the Jets? Zero oh, and seven. It's not just that they don't win; it's that they don't come close to winning. <laughs> I mean, you want to go out there and pet them or something and say, "Ah, oh, good Jets." <laughs> I mean, they are just abysmal, and they keep getting worse. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have an offense. They don't have a defense. They have poor special teams. They have bad coaching. Aside from that. <laughs> and of course, everybody said, "Well, they go get Trevor Lawrence if they keep it up." And and then this week, I don't know what he was just floating it out there, but Trevor, quarterback for Clemson, said, "You know, I'm thinking about maybe going back to school for another year." <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be the number one overall pick. I don't see him going back to school unless he just really doesn't want to go for the Jets. But he could work out some kind of trade, like. Like Eli Manning did or something to say, look, uh, I do not want to go and play there, so y'all do a trade or something like that. He could do that, but look at Andrew Luck from Stanford. When the Panthers drafted Cam Newton, they had the number one pick. Luck went back to school for a year. And some mm. thought it was because he didn't want to be a Panther, and others thought it was just smart enough to get into Stanford, you're probably going to stay there a while. <laughs> but Trevor Lawrence is just considered a can't-miss quarterback, and Atlanta would love to have him with Matt Ryan getting old and with the team playing poorly. You know, he can really, really play. And just But you go to the Jets, and it's, it's not just that they have a couple weaknesses, and that's just a really bad, not just team, but organization. Uh, they're drafting. They're, the way they handle themselves. It's just a, a bad team. And I know Cowboys fans are cringing, man. Uh, Dalton uh, doesn't look like he's going to be the one to to keep them rolling while Dak is hurt. But, boy, they they look like they got some problems. Yeah, they are rough. And if, if, you, lose, if you lose to Washington, you are not good. And uh, they just they, – they were terrible. But the, the best thing about that game, and I've talked about them before, but Ron Rivera, uh, former mm. Panthers coach, Washington coach, great guy. When you finish um, radiation, you get to ring this, this bell that you get to ring. And he rang it, and it was really emotional. And he's walking out, and he's not a loud guy. He's not a guy who wants attention, but you could tell he was kind of breaking down. And we, we texted after that, and he just said, stay safe. But, I mean, he's a really good guy, and, and it's, it's so cool that he's been able to coach that team yes. full time. I mean, take some practices off, but coach them while he's been coming back. So, I picked the Cowboys, but frankly, I was happy to see uh, the Washington football team win. That, that was that was really neat seeing seeing Ron finish his treatment there and getting that win. Yeah, man, we love him. Uh, so, all right, Cowboys, and see uh, one more. Uh, San Francisco beat New England. 
Speaking of Cam Newton, who Cam is not doing well quarterback in the Patriots, is he? Now, Cam he is to quarterbacks with the Jets out of football. Cam, his last two games, he has been terrible. And Jeff Garcia, the former San Francisco quarterback, said, why is Cam dressing the way he does? Why would, as badly as he plays, why would you want to call attention to yourself? But I remember one year, uh, Thomas Davis, who was a Panther, was talking about Cam, who was a Panther, was talking about their Halloween outfits. And he said, man, Cam had the best outfit. Dressed like a regular person. <laughs> I, I was just oh, yeah, going to say, right. you know, a lot of people, you know, get on cam about, you know, the way he dresses. Of course, when you when you play that bad and then you show up at a press conference, you know, decked out like that. I can understand why it would tick some people off because if he played well, they wouldn't care. You know, my favorite is Mr. Peanut outfit. But, <laughs> but, but he, got some, he got some hard times when he was a Panther, too, after playing bad. And then he'd go get in his outfit and go to press conference. But, you know. As him, you know, I'm not going to get too worked up about how how a man dresses. There's a reason why the airlines pull all of their marketing when one crashes. (laughs) You know, you don't want to call attention. Good analogy. (laughs) I don't think players necessarily get it. There was a guy named Ken Lucas, guy like he played cornerback for the Panthers, and he had a uh, Rolls Royce that was burnt orange. And he said, you know, Tom, the thing I don't like about Charlotte is whenever I drive around with my burnt orange Rolls Royce, People look at me. Imagine. <laughs> After a game, he would drive to, uh, uh, what's the name of this restaurant chain? Uh, down your hood, John Boy. It's at Billy. It's uh, Chili's. Okay. He would go to Chili's. Chili's? Sit at the bar. Sit at the bar. Right. I don't make any money and I don't go to Chili's. <laughs> he would have a salad and water, and then he'd go to his uh, his rolls and think, why are people looking at me? Because if you drive a rolls, what are you going to Chili's for? Hey, they're going, is that a Chili's cup in his hand? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get to week eight here in just a little bit, Tom. You hang on, buddy. Looking forward to seeing who you're picking this weekend, buddy. All right, let's play Wordy Word, 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. We'll get a couple contestants. Team up and play next. Shows on the radio for your Friday, October 30th. And a video today brought to you by LS Tractor. Buy it at over Simply More. Find your local dealer. Click on the link at thebigshow.com. We have here a video Frankenstein for presidents. Frankenstein will not <laughs> drink your blood. Dracula will. He points See? that out in this That's ad. Right. Dracula lives in a castle. We all check it out to get a chance at BigShow.com. Hey, spoilers, man. <laughs> Go through the whole thing. Yeah, classic bear request coming out to Wall in minutes. And, of course, our man Sorensen picks every game in the NFL this weekend. Right now, let's do it. I well, everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, the wordy word, and the wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Dennis from Abingdon, Virginia. Good morning, Dennis. Hey, morning. <laughs> and we got Thomas from Greeley, Colorado. Good morning, Thomas. Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. Hey. All right. 
So, Thomas, your own team, Tater and Randin. Dennis on the John Boy and Billy's side. We'll do two rounds. Virginia versus Colorado. Covering a lot of area across the U of S.A. <laughs> or whatever this country. Right? You paint a vivid mental picture. <laughs> I was trying. Did you watch Borat? <laughs> We've already established he's not good with acronyms. <laughs> or geography. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Thomas, you're relaxing, and me and Dennis are going to go for the first 30 seconds. All right. Dennis, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, starting the clock now. Charlie Brown says this. Good all right, it's like it's like when you're sad uh, or when somebody passes, you go through a what? Good grief. Yes, yeah, grief. Go. Go. All right, rhymes with it. The guy that steals is a... Yeah, rhymes with it. You got to have this if you think it's so. Have... Uh, you have... <laughs> this is... I don't... Never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who rang that bell? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'm having a little trouble in the U of SAA. Is there a cell phone on this prize package? Cause... <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Oh, God. All right, Dennis, we put a two on the board. Let's see if Thomas and Tater can communicate. Uh, Thomas, see if you can hear Marcy from her living room. Hello, Thomas. Hey, Marcy. Okay. okay, good. Y'all can you together. see the tablet okay there, girl? I can. Thank I, you, guys. All right. Well, here we go. Are you ready, Thomas? Yes, I am. Right. And go. All right. Uh, someone, one might say uh, Catholicism is my blank. I am. I. Uh, you, you have this in Santa Claus. Uh. Um, come on. Thomas, uh, are you playing? <laughs> I'm thinking. He's thinking. What would you? Yes. yes. Belief. Yes. yes. Uh, rhymes with it. This falls from a tree. Just one. Leaf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leaf. Rhymes with it. Uh, this is a coral blank in the ocean. Leaf. Yeah. Hey. All right. He got going a little bit. Thomas with a three to take the lead by one. All Good right. Job, here we go. Tommy. Dennis, you are up with Billy. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Brand new word and go. A military rocket is a guided what? There you go. Rhymes with it. What is that? There you go. All right. Uh, this is a part of a chicken that you wouldn't want to eat. Still rhyming. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, you might. Rhymes. It rhymes with it. Sorry. You got anything else? Yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking out on that. It's an Irish word. It's an Irish word. What? What? Why'd you, huh? why'd you tear it down for? <laughs> And, and it just took the word off the table. Like, oh, he's never going to get this one. Yeah, Andy gave up on me before I gave up on you. It was weird. Okay, so what we got is a five score for Dennis. Five for Dennis. So Thomas and Randy, two to tie, and three will win. And Andy, why did you take that other word off? Oh yeah. You thought he was going to get it. Well, he didn't, so but put it back he up has there. To put it back up yeah, there. It's yeah, it's apparently a hard one. He doesn't want it. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We know Randy and Thomas ain't never going to get it, so oh. leave it up there. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. Hey, thanks, John, boys. <laughs> so, so at least. It I'm was, sorry, Thomas. I'm working on Randy psychologically. <laughs> it was the rhyming thing, and the last one was what? Missile? Oh, no, you can't say that. Oh, man. I just That's did. The rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Good snake. All right, Thomas, you and Randy, two to tie, three to win. Picking them on that last one. Ready, go. 
I think the only place I've ever heard this word is in a Christmas song. So it rhymes with it? No, no. There's just no way. Maybe it is. Just think. Mm. No. You have anything that rhymes with it? The the missile, remember that? <laughs> just, say, <laughs> just say words that rhyme with missile. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> say words. That rhyme. All right, we got to with this. Now! Oh, now oh, you right. come up with it. Yes, mm. thistle. So what is a thistle for future reference? I think it, I think of it as being like a thorn. I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. might, that you might get stuck on you. You might step on it and get yeah, stuck, in your, stuck a, in your foot. Yeah, maybe a thorn. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, Pillars must have been mad at us before he left. Let us all these hard yeah, words. Yeah. I just remember it from my two front teeth for Christmas song. Sister oh. Susie sitting on the thistle. Yeah, that's the only place I've ever heard it yeah. used. Oh, so it? that was the song? Uh-huh. The thistle. Uh, how about that? All right. Well, uh, let's see. After the dust clears, Dennis from Abington beats Thomas. No way. <laughs> Five to three. Yeah, did I give him the bad bear there? It's like both teams just had vapor lock on that one for <laughs> that some reason. That was a dumpy. Yeah. All right, well, Thomas, we appreciate you playing, Play buddy. Again. You try again anytime. You got a first-time caller, John Boyce. Yeah, All right, man. man, we appreciate right. it. So uh, how are you listening to the big show out in Colorado? I listen to it on iHeart. There you go. There good you deal. Go. Good deal, buddy. Well, we appreciate you. We'll throw the trouble yes, to listen, sir. Man. You have a good one. Appreciate right, y'all. Thank you so Thank much, man. man. And Dennis from Abington, look at you winning the prize pack. Congratulations on your victory. And Billy is correct. It's a thorny plant. Okay. Thorny plant. All right. Well, if we ever need that info again, we got it. Probably won't. All right. Dennis, you hang on for Jackie. He said, okay. <laughs> I don't have confidence in his win now. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic bit request of the morning time right here. We got James Shelton from Reedsville, North Carolina. Also, Kelly Atkins from Climax, North Carolina. James and Kelly both would love to hear, give Calhoun the ball. <laughs> All right. There's a good little one we'll do right here in the middle of our Friday morning quarterback, Tom Sorensen. It's coming up next. <laughs> Shows on the radio. A couple of big show listeners requested this bit. James Shelton out of Reedsville, North Carolina. Kelly Atkins out of Climax, North Carolina. Oh, here you go. Yeah, come on, there's a one, two, yeah. one, two. Yeah, it's on. 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 I know what you're saying. Why don't you fly so low, we won't be able to hear you. <laughs> and, uh, a gooba is not here this morning. Right. He's been struck down by influenza. Oh. He opened his window yesterday and influenza. Uh. In the pockets. <laughs> I, I just got that out of pulpit puns. The October issue thought I dried out on it. Yeah. I know what you're saying. What? You're saying, hey, Ralph, won't your congregation, when you use 
about anyway. Okay, so, good. what I'd like to do here <laughs> is entertain you with one of my world famous life analogies oh boy. on the broadcast this morning, <laughs> okay. if I may. All right. It was it was a, a ball game. It was a football game, is what it was. Uh-huh. I was in Pisgah High School a couple years ago. Yeah. Not the big Pisgahs, but little Pisgah High School, little Pisgahs. All right. And it was a, it was a ball. It was a game, and oh my goodness, in my old high school, matter of fact, we're playing the best team in the state. This team was undefeated. Uh huh. And I want you to know they was whooping us. Ooh. I mean, they was whooping us bad. Uh huh. The score was 59 to nothing, mm. and I would have had the fifth string in. And we couldn't even get close to scoring. Everybody was beat up. Oh, it was terrible. I'm sorry. So the game was so far out of the way, a couple of boys in the stands started hollering for the coach to put Calhoun in. Now, Calhoun ain't never played in a ball game. Calhoun was not a very good athlete. But so the boys started yelling, give Calhoun the ball. Uh-huh. Give Calhoun the ball. Uh-huh. I mean, the game was out of reach. And they just started yelling. Yeah, pretty soon, more people in the stands picked up the chance uh-huh. and give Calhoun the ball. Little old Calhoun, he's sitting on the bench just looking around. <laughs> the score went up to about 75 to nothing. Uh-huh. And pretty soon, the cheerleaders picked up the chance. <laughs> give Calhoun the ball. Give Calhoun the ball. Well, later the score was up to about 85 to nothing. And pretty soon, the players on the bench started hollering to the coach, give Calhoun the ball. Then the spectators on the other side of the field picked up the chant by the time the score was about 103 to nothing. Late in the game, the spectators on the other side was hollering, give Calhoun the ball. Then their cheerleaders picked it up. Give Calhoun the ball. Pretty soon, the coach of the other team was hollering with
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. John Boy, Bill and the gang, and our Friday morning quarterback, Tom Sorensen. Ready to pick them all how it did last week. It was week seven. Tom went eight and six for the season. 70-34 and one for his lock of the week. He had the Chargers over the Jaguars. Nailed it for the season. 6-0 and one. Betting against the point spread. He is red hot on the locks. You know, the Thomas train, as the Thomas the Tank <laughs> Engine has for us this weekend. We'll tell you, uh, the teams that will not play this weekend for week eight, Arizona, Baltimore, Denver, Pittsburgh, Washington, and Houston. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought Tom said Pittsburgh was playing Baltimore. We got him right here. Why don't you ask him? <laughs> nah, don't bother him. <laughs> no, they, they, according to my according yeah. to my schedule, Pittsburgh is playing at Baltimore. That was my that was me trusting oh. the Google. My oh, bad. Oh, oh, oh Taylor. Who is that? That's, yeah. that's Taylor. Was... Oh, this is the first snafu since she's been working from her living room. <laughs> Tom, I'm are you so at Taylor's sorry. house? Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, pass me a soda. Okay, Thanks. Yeah. All right, uh, yeah. so uh, take Baltimore Pittsburgh. So, so sorry, teams on the bye this weekend: Arizona, Denver, Washington, and Houston. Right, right. We, we go. With that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have time to fact check you right Bueller? now. That was a good job. All right, Denver's playing. Okay, Denver's <laughs> playing too, Tater. All right, he had to go look out. it up. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, teams you don't see—they're the ones on the bye this weekend. Yes, there right, you right. go. <laughs> I like that. I should have—I should have started with that. No more buys uh, for me. I'm not putting them up. All right. How's that, baby? Pull yourself together. So here we are, starting with the early Sunday afternoon games. It is already week eight, halfway through the season. All right, Tom, here we go, buddy. The two and four New England Patriots with that sharp dressed quarterback playing the five and two Buffalo Bills. Now, the Patriots will have the best dressed man in all of Buffalo, <laughs> and it won't matter. Buffalo wins this one by a touchdown. In Buffalo. Then we got the one and five Minnesota Vikings at the five and one Green Bay Packers. It's a good rivalry, except that Green Bay always wins. And, uh, I think Green Bay wins this one easily. All right. The 0 and 7 New York Jets at the 6 and 1 Kansas City Chiefs. What do you think the line is in this one? Just guessing. A uh, couple of touchdowns. 19 and a half. 19 and a half. Not four dick. Wow. And I, uh, I'm going with KC. Okay. I was going to see if you was going to lock on the Chiefs, but no, just pick them to win. All right. Here we got the six and zero Pittsburgh Steelers. There they are at the five and one Baltimore Ravens. You said this might be the game of the weekend. Yeah, this this these are two good teams, two well coached teams, uh, good defense, good offense, and I do not like picking against Pittsburgh, but I think the Ravens win it at home. Ooh, all right, taking Baltimore. Then we got the Titans, our Tennessee boys, coming off a loss. They're five and one. Well, they are the 1-5-1 one, one Cincinnati Bengals. 
Tennessee's going to bounce back. I mean, that's as I said, that's a good team. It's a well-coached team, and I just like what they have. I think they're poised to go deep into the playoffs, and they win this one. All right. The 3-3 three and three Las Vegas Raiders at the 5-2 and two Cleveland Browns. So weird to say five and two Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. but uh, they go six and two after this one. I like uh, I like the Browns at home. Then we got the five and two L.A. Rams at the three and three Miami Dolphins. Rams are a good team, and they played well in the Monday night game in Chicago, and they're going to keep it going, and they win this one. All right, so Tua is not going to be enough for the Dolphins, you don't think? Yeah. Not yet. All right. And then we got the four and two Indianapolis Colts at the three and three Detroit Lions. You know, Matt Stafford is having a heck of a season for Detroit, and uh, Detroit is the underdog at home, but I think they win anyway. All righty. And then there are three late Sunday afternoon games. The two and four L.A. Chargers at the two and four Denver Broncos. Hey, we got our first snow game last weekend in Denver. That was pretty cool. That yeah, was neat to watch. Yeah, I like uh, my beloved charge. Any team that comes through for me is my, my team, so I like the charges <laughs> on the road. All right. Then the 4-2 and two New Orleans Saints at the 5-2 and two Chicago Bears. The Saints aren't all the way back yet. I mean, they, they struggled last week to beat the uh, Panthers, but uh, they, they're getting there. They're getting there, and I think New Orleans beats the Bears on the road. Okay. And then the four and three San Francisco 49ers at the five and one Seattle Seahawks. And Seattle finally lost one last week. Great game against Arizona, but they bounced back and uh, Seahawks win this one in Seattle. All right. Two games left. See which one of these will be your lock of the week. Sunday night football, the two and five struggling Dallas Cowboys at the two, four and one Philadelphia Eagles. Boy, Philadelphia almost lost to the New York Giants last week on uh, that was so close to, to the, they came so close to blowing that one. But I'll tell you, I, I, I believe in Carson Wentz. I think they got a chance to bounce back. They are favored by three and a half at home. They won by eight. And the Eagles are my lock of the week. Ooh, lock of the week. Eagles over the Cowboys. All right. And then Monday night football, the five and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> See what I did there? At the one and six, one and six New York Giants. Well, as you know, John Boy, the Giants are the greatest team in all of New York. But I like Tampa Bay to win it on the road anyway. I think uh, I think Tampa Bay is going to be a factor in the postseason too, and I like the Bucks in this one. They are looking good. Take Tampa Bay. All right. Once again, lock of the week. Philadelphia favorite over the Cowboys by three and a half. You said they'll win by more than that. So the Eagles locking over the Cowboys. All right, Tom, we appreciate you, buddy. You have a great weekend. Everybody there, have a great weekend, and thank you. All right, boom. Let's get it, boom. BitBox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime's a perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 Stuff. Online services by Animate.com. All right, you want to review Tom's picks? You go to thebigshow.com. Tater, put them right up there. She's going to end on a high note this work week. Good work, right, Tate Tate. Ta da! <laughs> Kill the power! I can't take it any longer! 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.